Welcome to the Fight for Yourself podcast. I'm Michelle O'Connor, and I'm transforming my life one little choice at a time. Let's do this. Episode 11. 10 Things I Learned in 10 Miles Well, hi friends. Happy Thursday, and I hope you're doing really well and that you've been fighting for yourself in one way or another this last week since we last talked. Uh, I know that I have been. Uh, Those of you who know me personally or follow Fight for Yourself on social media know that I signed up to run a 10-mile race, which is like, whoa, a huge goal and a huge stretch for me uh, to believe that I could physically run 10 miles. Uh, But I did it. I ran the tenacious 10-mile last weekend in Seattle, and I'm happy to report that I survived and thrived and learned a lot through the process of training and running this race. And so I thought I'd share those things that I'm uh, processing still from that experience. So today I'm going to talk about 10 things I learned in 10 miles. Okay, number one, mind training over body training. I'm going to start with the biggest lesson of all that I learned, um, because before the race began, when I was still in training, I came to the realization that I actually had all of the strength and endurance to complete the race. Um, I'd been so scared that I wouldn't be able to do it, but I had run eight miles in my training, and I knew if if I ran eight, I can run ten. The training that actually needed to happen was in my mind. So for the weeks leading up to the event, I affirmed and I visualized and I wrote everything out and I spoke everything out that I could think of to train my mind to believe that I could accomplish the goal. Over and over, visualizing the run and writing about it as though it had already happened. Creating that feeling of accomplishment that I thought I would have after I ran across the finish line. Just creating the feeling before it even happens. And the night before, I spent quite a bit of time on mind management and thought management. I wrote a list of all of the doubts and worries and negative brain talk about the race, and then I let them go. I thanked the thoughts for coming into my brain, and then I banished them forever. The next morning when I got up on race day, I did not entertain any of those thoughts. Only positive affirmations were allowed in my brain. So even when they tried to peek their little heads around the corner, these negative thoughts, I did not let them in. And that took a lot of effort all morning, but it made the experience so much more joyful and successful, in my opinion. The training of my mind was way more important than any physical training I could have done. Number two, stay in your lane. This is something I've been thinking about a lot in my life, and it really played out during the race. 
So before the race, as we lined up, there were thousands of us at the start line waiting to go. And there's always so much energy and everyone's super pumped and they just want to get going. Um, and I knew this from ha doing a couple races before. And so I wanted to avoid all of that wild energy that happens at the beginning of the race because it can make you go too fast. It can make you lose your focus. So I put my headphones on and I put my podcast on and I tightened my running belt and made sure that my shoes weren't tied too tight. And I looked down and put my head in the game. I was getting into character. And it may sound corny, but I was trying to pull up and gather up all of my power. I was near the front of the crowd, so when we started, the faster runners and folks that like to start these races out with a huge bang became flying by me. So I'm watching them in big groups running by me, and then it was one by one running by me, and in a sea of that many people, you don't really know where you are in the group. Like, am I at the end? Am I in the middle? There's just so many people, you don't really know where you are in relation to the other folks. A few times I looked behind me and was like reassured because there were some people behind me. And then I told myself, don't worry about them. Stay in your lane. This is about you. I had to tell myself that about 50 times throughout the race to keep focus on me and my perfect pace. This is an area I've been exploring when it comes to boundaries, staying in your lane. And it was totally reinforced with this run. Focus on myself. Redirect that focus back when necessary. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Just keep going and stay in your lane. I must have chanted stay in your lane at least 50 times. But it helped. Okay, number three, focus on one thing. This lesson is a little similar to number two, stay in your lane, but I wanted to talk about it more specifically and also that it showed up a couple of different times during the race and the training that I did up to it. I have so many things going on in my life, like we all do, and that means that there are a lot of different calls for my time and effort. And that's why I like to sign up for these races and have these goals. Because by signing up for this race, I funneled all of that energy and effort into one thing. Training enough so that I could finish this race of 10 miles. And I love that part of making a goal. It forces me to focus on one thing from start to finish. I mean... We can start a lot of things, um, but when you focus on one thing from start to completion, it's such an incredible feeling. And I feel like there are so many ways to get distracted to do a little bit of everything, kinda, you know? But I'm realizing the value that that kind of focus gives to my brain. And that kind of focus showed up during the race as well, you know? When you're Running for almost two hours, it's hard to keep your focus for that long. And so I tried a couple of different tricks to help me redirect my focus back to what I was doing. I would listen to steps, I would count my steps, or I would chant. 
I would chant things like, feet fast, legs strong, I can do this all day long. Feet fast, legs strong. I mean, over and over and over uh, to really focus my brain back on exactly what I was doing. And I think it's doing something really cool to my brain. And it feels so much dopamine at the end when you have completed the goal. Lesson number four is an interesting one because it is everyone has their struggle. There's one part of the race where we have to run down a side road for two miles and then run back the same way we came. And that means that the faster runners started running back towards us. And at first that stressed me out because I thought, oh God, they're already coming back. I'm comparing my time to theirs. And then I started paying attention to their faces. And I became fascinated with the pained look on their faces. Now I realized that some of that pain is coming from running really, really fast. I mean, some of these people were machines. It was amazing. But the pained look on their faces was something that really struck me and made me think, you know, you never know what's going on with folks. And it was a real note to self moment to remember that you never know what's going on with people. They are living lives of pain and of joy and all kinds of different complex emotions, and we just don't know what's going on with people. I was really reminded that I need to have a little compassion as I navigate through this world. Okay, lesson number five is patience. Anyone who knows me knows that I'm a pretty impatient person. When I want something, I want it, and I go and get it. Uh, but when you're running a really long race, it just takes time. And so I'm not doing a sprint. I'm doing a long run. And I think that's by design because I'm learning to relax and gather some patience. Um, it's really a part of my personality that I'm working on. I want to be able to be more patient. And so these long runs are really challenging that because I just need to get into my own pace and settle in for the long 10-mile haul. So running this race and training for it really is good training for me to work on patience, which is not something I'm great at. Number six of the lessons that I learned in 10 miles is just keep going. Woo-wee! You all know I love to say just keep going. It's my hashtag. It's everything. And it's my mantra. And I may sound like a broken record when it comes to this lesson, but during the longest run of my life so far, just keep going was everything. Do you know how many times I wanted to stop or start walking? 123.7 times, I'm telling you. I had tense conversations going on in my head constantly about one side would be, okay, I can think of about 42 different reasons why you can justify stopping or walking, and so we should just do that. And then the other side would be, are you kidding me? Just keep going. Just don't stop. Just keep going. And so that one out and sometimes just keep going meant I would pick up my left foot and then I'd pick up my right foot and then my left because if I just kept going, I'd get out of my head and out of my own way. 
I had the long-term vision and that goal in mind. So if I just kept going, I'm going to get there. And I did. Number seven is use your support system. You don't have to do this alone. You don't have to do anything alone. In fact, I had a moment during this run of major gratitude for my family and friends that have been supporting me through this process. A prime example of that support was during a particularly hard part of the run. I mean, I was tired. I was head down, counting my steps, willing my legs to keep going when they felt like bricks. And during this, there was my friend. She showed up, surprised me with support for my efforts, with everything she had, just screaming her face off, and she made a homemade sign. I mean, it meant everything. And we both cried as I ran by, and I continued to cry for the next half a mile until I couldn't breathe, so I had to gather myself. And I'm not sure if she knows how much that meant to me. But it made all of the difference in helping me through. Reaching out, sharing my hopes and goals with people and online with uh, my community offers the opportunity for other people to support me. And I have to step up with gratitude and accept it, which is not always easy. And I also want to take that feeling and remember it and offer it to someone else who might really need it. But you don't have to do it alone. And using your support system gives you a foundation that you can build upon. Okay, number eight, stretch goals serve a purpose. People have asked me, why, Michelle, why do you keep signing up for longer and longer runs and harder and harder things, especially when they're not sure I even like to run? I'm not sure I do either. Um, And these goals are stressful and hard to train for. Um, And they bring me anxiety and they worry about reaching the goal that I set for myself. But you know what they also bring? A sense of accomplishment into my life. And most importantly, they expand the story that I'm telling myself about what I am capable of. Just think about that. If you're doing something that expands what you think you're capable of, that is big. And what is more important in my personal development than breaking through limitations that I've put on myself? With each stretch, whether it's running or you know, starting a podcast, I'm learning to shed the limiting beliefs that I've been carrying about who I am and what I can do. And that feels lighter and exciting. And I'm starting to see a little light shine that says I can do whatever I put my mind to. And I'm just starting to realize that with each of these stretch goals. And I don't believe that there's anything more important than finding that little light. Okay, number nine in the lessons I learned in 10 miles. You never know what's around the corner. Obviously, this is something that is true when you're running an unfamiliar course or more generally in life. As much as I plan ahead, I still never know what's around that next corner. I went over the course map for this run 20 times, trying to trace every turn in my mind. I ran part of the course the week before to get a feel of it as well. 
but as much as I tried to eliminate any surprise, this run had dips and turns and loops that I wasn't expecting. One big loop for the folks running 10 miles was especially long and hard. It's just one of those stretches that feels like it's going to last forever. And as soon as I finished that loop and emerged back onto the main course, I looked at my Fitbit, which told me that I had just a little over three miles to go. Exhausted, but determined, I kept going, trotting along, legs feeling like bricks. The course turned and I started to get the sense that things looked familiar. And I followed the arrows and I realized that I was coming into the home stretch. My Fitbit had messed up. I was already there and I went running to the finish line yelling, I made it. And it was a really great surprise and a great reminder that you do not know what's coming around the next corner. Okay, the final lesson that I learned in 10 miles, number 10. I'm proud of myself and I can own that. I'm so proud of what I accomplished, which is obviously so much more than simply running 10 miles. Something in me, after I ran across that finish line, was deeply proud and I just wanted to shout it from the rooftops. I did it! What I did was conquer my fears and follow through with my plan and manage my mind and prove to myself that there is more in this life for me than I ever expected. I'm standing tall with deep pride and I can own that pride. Not in any sort of bragging way at all, but in a way that holds true confidence and self-love and hopefully inspires other folks to also own their own greatness without apology. So there you have it, 10 things I learned in 10 miles. And of course, I can't just run 10 miles like some people. I have to reap the juicy bits out of it that I can learn and take into the rest of my life. And so I hope you get some juicy bits out of this as well. And I'll talk to you in a week. Thank you for listening to my story. Every download means so much to me, and if this message means something to you, please write a review in iTunes, share our Insta posts, and check out fightforyourself.net if you need a little inspiration. Remember, reviews in iTunes mean we reach more people with a message of everyday empowerment. Thank you for listening to this one, and I hope you stick with me for future episodes because... I have so much more to say.